Hey, Riley. Yeah. What did you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What else? Taste that flavor smooth and light. The beer that leaves no afterbite. The beer that always tastes just right is Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What did you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere, proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Like most of us, Chester A. Riley is in a rut. But unlike most of us, he doesn't know it. And he'd probably have been content to remain in his not-too-comfortable little rut if something hadn't occurred a few weeks ago that jarred him out of it and almost changed the whole course of our hero's humdrum life. It all began innocently enough. Riley had just come home from work. How's that, you dear? Sure, it's me. It's always me. Who was you expecting, your lover? (laughs) What's the joke? Well, don't you get it? I said... Who was you expecting, your lover? (laughs) But you ain't got a lover, of course. (laughs) Well, what are you laughing at? (laughs) It ain't that funny. I don't see the joke. You wouldn't. Now, wait a minute. Oh, relax. I'm only kidding. You better be. Just remember, I'm the only lover you got, and that's no laughing matter. (laughs) No, it certainly isn't. Uh, Supper ready? In a few minutes. Oh, I almost forgot. I got a surprise for you. An old friend of yours is going to drop in and see you tonight. A friend of mine? Mm Mm-hmm, from Brooklyn. I know. Hattie Sweetkraut. (laughs) (laughs) She never got over me. I tell you, that poor girl proposed to me I don't know how many times. (laughs) I should have been twins, so two women could be happy. (laughs) Oh, you threw tearing yourself down? It's a man. Said his name was Benedict Fells. Fells? Ben Fells? Stinky Fells. Said he was passing through town. He was anxious to see you, so I told him to drop in this evening. Well, now, what did you want to go and do that for? Don't you want to see him? No. But he's a friend of yours. He's no friend of mine. Passing through town, sure, on a freight car. (laughs) Somebody must have told him I live in Los Angeles, so he hopped off, figuring to put the bite on me. Now, how do you know? Today there's more jobs than men. He may be doing all right. Who, Benny? (laughs) Don't make me laugh. He could never amount to a row of pins. He was the dumbest guy in the class. Why, he was kept back in the same grade three years. Oh, you're exaggerating. Oh, I ought to know. Three years I sat right next to him. (laughs) Hasn't got a nickel to his name. You have to go and invite him here. Well, how should I have known? All right, all right. It's done. No sense arguing about it. It'll cost me a couple of bucks. I'll give him a fast brush. I can't stand a moocher. It... Oh, uh, Peg, you better let me have two bucks so I can get it. <laughs> all right. But he's not here yet, so sit down and eat. Oh, all right. Where's the kids? Oh, they ate earlier. Oh, I'm starved. Sit down and start here. Start? Well, where's the appetizer? What's the matter? Mr. Libby ain't squeezing tomato juice anymore? <laughs> you had that for breakfast. Here you are. Now, look out. The plate's hot. Oh, here. Frankfurters and beans. That's some appetizer. That's your main dish. Well, why can't we have lamb chops? 
Frankfurters and beans. Is that a meal for a man? It's a meal for a man whose wife has to shop on as little as you give me. Oh, that's right. Throw it up to me. I don't make enough money. I'm not throwing it up to you, but you just don't seem to realize how the cost of food's gone up. Everything's inflated today. Yeah, well, it's a cinch. I ain't going to be inflated. <laughs> a couple of measly Frankfurters inside of me. Well, if you just give me more money Where to Where am shop I going me? to get it? The Bank of America has very thick walls. <laughs> I'm sorry, dear. I shouldn't nag you. I went into business for myself, didn't I? But you made me go back to my job. Oh, some business. Standing on a street corner selling yo-yos. <laughs> Eat your supper. Hey, Pop, I think your friend's here. Oh, Benny? Uh, hey, you see, I told you he's a chiseler. You told him to come this evening? He times it exactly for supper time. Uh, am I glad we're not having lamb chops? <laughs> well, ask him in, Junior. He's just getting out of his Cadillac. Boy. Oh, now he's coming up the walk. Hold it. Did you say Cadillac? Yeah, and it's a beaut. If Stinky came here in a Cadillac, then he must have stole it. <laughs> Stinky with a Cadillac. Can't be. It's impossible. Out of the question. Stinky? No, not Stinky. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Stinky Fells? Chester Riley, after all these years. Uh, hello, Mr. Fells, sir. <laughs> Mr. Fells, it's your old pal, Benny. Put her there, kid. Oh, well, how are you, Benny? Great. This your wife? Yeah. Uh, Pegasus is my old friend, Mr. Fells. It's a pleasure, Mrs. Riley. I'm pleased to meet you, Mr. Fells. Oh, call me Benny. After all, Riley and I are friends from way back. Went to school together. I'm in Los Angeles for a few days on business. I remembered you were living here, Riley. I made up my mind I wasn't going to leave until I looked you up. Well, that's swell, Benny. Well, what, what are you doing these days? Well, I'm with the government. Government? Yes, I've been knocking around Washington for the last 20 years. Gee, I never figured you'd wind up in the government. <laughs> I didn't either. When they kicked me out of school, I just bummed around. Wasn't getting anywhere. Yeah, well, what changed your luck? I got married. Oh, I got married, too. <laughs> Then, then a couple of kids came along. Yeah, I got a couple of kids, too. Then I figured it's time to start making good. Oh. <laughs> I got a couple of kids, too. <laughs> well, that's fine, Riley. Well, I took a civil service exam. I'd never passed it if my wife hadn't coached me. Yeah. Luckily, I got through, got a job in Washington with the CCC. I stayed there a while, then went with the WPA, then to the RFC, the AAA. Then I was appointed head of the POB, and during the war I was with the OPA until I switched over to the OPS. <laughs> and uh, what have you been doing all these years, Riley? Me? I, I've been in the RUT. <laughs> I mean, I'm a riveter. <laughs> Aircraft, ever since the war, ten years. Well, that's a long time to stick to one job. Time you went out on your own, start a little business. Maybe tough at first, but you know, you pull a string here, pull a string there. I did, I did. I went in the yo-yo business. <laughs> but you know, ever since television, kids are becoming morons. They just won't play with yo-yos. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, I've got to run. Oh, won't you have dinner with us? Yeah, if you don't mind taking potluck... <laughs> You know, you look in the pot, and you're lucky if you find something. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> uh. 
No, no, thank you, Riley, but I've got a date. The boys in the local office are throwing me a beefsteak dinner. Oh, beefsteak. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's certainly been great seeing you again, Riley. If you're ever in Washington, you look me up. Gee, Washington. And to think I used to call you stinky. <laughs> you sure come a long way. <laughs> yes, I guess so. Now Harry calls me stinky. <laughs> I've got to run. Mrs. Riley, it's been a pleasure meeting you. And Riley, old pal, it's been grand seeing you. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye, Mr. Fenton. I'll see you to your car, Ben. Boy, that's, that's some car. Say, Riley, huh? I can see you're having it a little tough. I'd like to help you out for old time's sake. Oh, no, 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 Benny. Come on, come on, here. Take no, this. No, no, Benny, after all, a dollar ain't going to make much difference. <laughs> hundred? Go on, take it. Y yeah, but Benny... So long, Riley. Good luck. So long, Stinky. Oh, hello, dear. Hi. Hi, Daddy. Hi, Pop. Heard you're late. We got lamb chops for supper. Ah, lamb chops. Uh, I don't understand you. Why, yesterday... Get a load of this, Peg. Oh, what are all those books, Daddy? Uh, elementary geometry, uh, revised algebra, American history, and physical geography. Well, what did you do, Pop? Find these on the bus? <laughs> Junior, I bought these books. What on earth for? For this. Oh, what's that? There. Let's see. Requirements for civil service examination candidates. Yep, I'm taking the civil service exam. Oh, you, Daddy? Uh, you going to study all those books? <laughs> uh, that's right. Go ahead, laugh at me. A fine family I got. A guy tries to improve now, himself. Babs, and... Junior, Junior, uh, now, stop it this instant. Don't make fun of your father like that. Now, dear, what's this all about? Well, I'm, I'm going to take a civil service exam and get a job in Washington. Oh, now, Riley... Well, why not me? If that stinky Fels can do it, I can do it. Only his wife encouraged him. She helped him. I, I'm sorry, dear. I didn't mean to sound... You're really serious about this? Well, sure I'm serious. I just spent five bucks on books. You're always yelling at me to improve myself, get a better job. And when I do something about it, you... Oh... Uh... Well, I'll help you, dear. So will I, Daddy. Sure, Pop, we'll all help you. Well, that's, that's more like it. With your help, nothing can stop me. I can be a success just like Fells. And someday, who knows, everybody in Washington will be calling me Stinky. You have just heard the first act of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. But now, here's an important question. What'll you have? Paps Blue Ribbon, what'll you have? Paps Blue Ribbon. And there is a mighty timely question. With the opening day of the 1951 baseball season coming next week, the baseball season's now beginning, and what goes swell with any inning? Why, Paps Blue Ribbon, naturally, so smooth, so right for you and me. What'll you have? Paps Blue Ribbon, what'll you have? Paps Blue Ribbon, what'll you have? Paps Blue Ribbon, Paps Blue Ribbon beer. Finest beer served anywhere. Well, now, friends, tonight I've asked one of our musicians, Al Lappin, to help us make the three-way experts test. And say, how about you at home joining in, making the test right along with us, huh? Well, now, Al, here's a glass and a cold bottle of the number one international favorite, Paps Blue Ribbon. 
Go ahead, pour. You picked the right guy, Harry. <laughs> oh, boy, listen to that. All right, now here we go. Test number one. See that clear color, that creamy head. Boy, that really is clear. You said it, Al. Now here's test number two. Sniff it. Go ahead, sniff it. Get a whiff of that fragrant blue ribbon blend. Huh? Ah, oh, brother, would I like to taste that right now? You but taste it. You go right to it, Al. That's test number three. Taste that smoother, smoother, smoother Pabst Blue Ribbon. Huh? Harry, believe me, that Pabst Blue Ribbon is the finest beer I ever tasted. You said it. <laughs> finest beer served anywhere. Well, now, Al, what are you going to say next time somebody asks you, what'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon, Harry. Pabst Blue Ribbon. I got it. And now back to the life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow. Riley is energetically preparing for a civil service examination with the help of his family. Okay, Pop, what's your problem? It's uh, question number six here. Well, uh, read it over first, Pop, and get it clear in your head. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's see. Uh, a farmer sells two bushels of apples at X dollars a bushel. The next day, he sells three bushels of tomatoes for one-third the price of the apples. The day after, he sells one and a half bushels of potatoes for four-fifths the price of the tomatoes. With the money received, he buys three gallons of kerosene and six bags of fertilizer at four dollars a bag. <laughs> What's the price of... the apples? Uh, uh, let's try another question, Junior. Pop, it's easy. You just have to find X. X? Uh, well, yeah, sure. I say uh, farmer sells apples and sells tomatoes and potatoes and fertilizer. Got the answer, Pop? I don't even get the question. Pop, Pop, it's as easy as pie. A baby could figure it out. Oh, and I can't, I suppose. I haven't got the brains of a baby, huh? Oh, sure you have, Pop. Well, that's better. What do you mean I got the brains of a baby? Pop, I didn't mean... You're that... supposed to help me, not insult me. I want to help you. Well, I don't want your help. Hey, what's the matter? Come here, honey. You, you help me with the algebra, huh? Junior oh, he don't know nothing. Go on, go on, beat it, Junior. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, what's the problem, Daddy? This one here, Babs. Oh, oh, I know that one. It's very easy. Don't you understand it? Yeah, well, I, I understand most of it, but uh, I understand about the tomatoes and the potatoes and the kerosene, but I got stuck in the fertilizer. <laughs> well, Daddy, you have to find X. Now, now, start off this way. Let X equal the apples. Why? <laughs> well, because that's the unknown quantity. What is? The number of apples. What apples? Oh, Daddy, use your brain. Uh, again with the brain. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of hearing these cracks about my brain. What's all the yelling about? A fine pair of kids we got. We sent them to school for an education. They don't know a thing. Babsy. Mother, I was just trying to help I you. don't need your help. But, Daddy, I will All right, all right. Never mind, Babsy. Run along. I'll help your father. Uh, well, all right. Thanks, Peg. Well, now, what's the problem? This oh, one. this one, huh? Yeah. A farmer sells two bushels... No, 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 never mind that one. I, I, I got that one pretty well licked. <laughs> All I have to do is get the answer to that one. But, dear... Well, let's try the next one. 
All right. Yeah. Let's see now. A rancher has a herd of cattle consisting of 12 cows and one bull. The total weight of the herd is 11,740 pounds. He takes the herd to market where he sells three cows at 30 cents a pound and receives $412. Four cows at 35 cents a pound and receives $560. And the remaining cows at 27 cents a pound and receives $1,312. He returns home with the bull, but on the way, the bull breaks a leg and he's forced to shoot the bull. originally cost him $5,000 and the bull weighed 912 pounds, how much profit does he make on the whole transaction? <laughs> I don't care if we don't make a nickel. <laughs> I hope he goes broke. Here's a guy got 12 cows, we can't even afford two lamb chops. Well, I don't understand it. Did now, you? read it over again. Huh? Uh, he returns home with the bull, but on the way, the bull breaks a leg, and he is forced to shoot the bull. That's the stupidest question I ever saw. If I'm preparing myself so I can get a job in Washington, why do I have to know about shooting the bull? Well, it's pretty logical at that, isn't it? Oh, right. Now, be serious. Well, I am serious. I don't understand it. You're supposed to help me. I can't help you if you refuse to use your brain. Yeah, I, I, I get it with my brain. You want to help me pass, yes or no? Yes. Well, then leave my brain out of it. Riley, I think maybe you better give this up. Give it up? Yes. After all the studying I, I done staying up to 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and now when I'm ready to take the examination tomorrow, you want me to give it up? But you're not ready for the exam. I am so ready. You're not. Now, you'll fail. You can take the exam next time. No, I'm taking it tomorrow. My head is made up. Oh, but, but, Riley, dear, Some don't... wife. Mrs. Stinky Fells didn't say to her husband the night before the exam, give it up. No, she encouraged him. That's why today she's got a husband who gives her a beautiful home, mink coats, cars, jewels. But you... You're stuck with me. <laughs> and you deserve it. Pardon me, mister. Where are they holding the civil service exam? Uh, right through that door there. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, just a minute. You uh, taking the exam? Yeah. Tough exam. Yeah, I know. Excuse me, I don't want to be late. Uh, just a minute. Uh -huh. Think you'll get a good mark? Well, I hope so. Well, I, I... Just a minute. How would you like to be sure? Well, how can I be sure? See this? Uh, the answers to all the questions they're going to ask you. Yeah? You mean, you got... Where'd you get them? Yeah, my brother-in-law is a janitor. He sweeps up in the chief examiner's office. He's a very conscientious sweeper. He even sweeps up inside the desks. <laughs> Here. They're yours for the asking, C-O-D. Well, that's cheating. No, no, thank you. I'll take my chance, the same as the others. Then you better buy them, because everybody else did. <laughs> they did? You don't stand a chance now. No, you... not me. I don't care what the others did. 
If I can't pass an exam honestly, I don't want to pass at all. I ought to call a cop and turn you in. Now you beat it before I knock you down. I'm going in that room and write that exam using my own brain power. How much? Five bucks. <laughs> Here. And uh, 25 cents sales tax. Tax? Sure, I don't want to cheat the government. What are you doing? I'm memorizing the answers. There's no time. The exam is starting. Yeah, well, what'll I do? I, I know. Hey, hey, you're tearing it. What's the idea? That's an old trick. You tear it in strips. Each strip has an answer on it. Put the answer to question number one in my breast pocket. Number two, inside coat pocket. Number three, left coat pocket. Number four, right coat pocket. Number five, left pants pocket. Number six, right pants pocket. Number seven, left hip pocket. Number eight, right hip pocket. Number nine, watch pocket. Only one more. You ran out of pockets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll roll it up and shove it in my right ear. Yeah. I'm set. Good luck. Hey. Eh? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> newspaper. Is this your paper on the bench, mister? Yeah, I'm finished with it. Help yourself. Oh, thanks. Nothing like saving seven cents. You can buy two cents worth of meat for seven cents. <laughs> yeah, you're nice here in the park. I've been cooped up for a month studying for an exam, and last week I took it. <laughs> civil service exam fraud exposed. Oh, civil service examiners revealed today that answers to questions were sold to candidates in a recent civil service exam. The seller of the answers made a full confession. Names of candidates were not revealed, pending further investigation by the FBI. Oh. Uh, hey, mister, you're sick. You're turning green. Yeah. I, I didn't want to cheat, but I made up my mind I was going to be a success. Well, good luck to you. Well, how will I face pegging the kids? Look, I only gave you the newspaper. I don't want to get involved. Yeah, well, I'm only getting what I deserve. You can't get ahead by cheating. Remember that. Look, leave me alone. I'm, I'm sitting here quiet in the park. You don't want to cheat? Don't cheat. Now he tells me. Riley, is that you? Yeah, it's me. Oh, hi, hi Daddy. Bob. Peg, did you see the paper about these games? Yes, I saw it. Peg, I may as well... Oh, Riley, darling, I'm proud of you. Huh? You're proud of me? You're okay, Pop. Oh, Daddy, we're all proud of you. I must be in the wrong house. <laughs> you were the only one. I was... What was I? This letter came from the civil service. You read it. Dear Mr. Riley, we are pleased to inform you that you are cleared of any suspicion of cheating in the civil service examination which you took. Examination of your paper convinces that you could not have possibly purchased the answers beforehand since you had every answer wrong. Wrong. <laughs> oh. Go on, Riley. Your paper was marked zero. However, since every other candidate was disqualified for dishonesty, you were first in the class. We are placing your name on file pending the first available opening. I made it. There, you see, Junior, honesty always pays. But you got zero, Pop. Honesty and stupidity always pay. <laughs> I mean, well, what's the difference? I made it. Yeah, but there's something wrong. I, I don't see how I could have gotten every answer wrong. Well, that's impossible. Well, they sent your paper back, Daddy. Let's have a look at it, and you'll yeah. see where you went wrong. And yeah. uh, Now, let's take the first question. Yeah. Name the president of the United States who was known as the Great Emancipator. And you wrote Afghanistan. <laughs> and the second question was, which country bounds India on the Northwest? And you said Abraham Lincoln. I did? 
Well, don't you see what you did? The answer you have for the second question is really the answer to the first question. And the answer you gave to the first question is really the answer to the second question. Oh, I see. I had the right answers, but the wrong pockets. <laughs> what do you mean, the wrong pockets? Well, nothing. Did I say pockets? You <laughs> certainly did, uh, and it's a very strange thing to say. What do you mean you had the right answers in the wrong pockets? Well, it's just an expression like... like like, like George, you know. Riley. <laughs> You're hiding something. Me? Why, don't be silly. What have I got to hide? You don't believe me? Go ahead, search All me. All right, I no, will. No, no, don't you Just stand still go. a minute. Here. Oh, what's this? What are these pieces of paper? Let me see. Afghanistan. Abraham Lincoln. 47 apples. No, 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 no stop angle it. I'm ticklish there. Angle A equals angle B. Long... These are the answers. The answers to all the questions. Oh, I don't know how they got there. I, I, I must have put on somebody else's suit. <laughs> Junior, is this your suit? Chester, <laughs> Riley. You cheated, just like all the others. No, I didn't. You paid ten dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> all right, so I did it. So what? There are thousands of people who did what I did. The jails are full of them. I mean... <laughs> Anyway, I, I got the job, didn't I? You think so? You're not going to take any job on false pretenses. Sit down and write what I tell you. Now, Peg. Sit you... down. Yes, sir. Now, to the Civil Service Commission, Washington, D.C. <coughs> Dear sirs, I regret that I will be unable to accept any position you may offer me in the Civil Service. Yours truly, Chester A. Riley. Yours truly, Chester A. Riley. Now, read that back to me. Uh. Dear sirs, I regret that I am unable to give the government the benefit of my services as I am taking a position in private industry. Yours truly, Chester Riley. P.S. What a revolting development this is. The Rileys will be back in just a moment. You don't become world famous unless you deserve it. Year after year, more Pabst Blue Ribbon is enjoyed in more countries throughout the world than any other American beer. You don't become world famous unless you deserve it. And folks, that's a fact. Pabst Blue Ribbon is the number one international favorite. The beer with the flavor the whole world knows. Why, for instance, one thing about the Eskimos I'm very happy to disclose is that they grin from ear to ear when offered Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Taste that flavor smooth and light. The beer that leaves no afterbite. The beer that always tastes just right is Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Pabst Blue Ribbon. And if you ever do a thing like all that right, again, all Chester... right, all right, all right, that's enough. You say I was wrong, I admit I was wrong. That's the end of it. I was wrong. But I still say I was right. <laughs> what did I do that was so terrible? I, I, I was weak, that's all. I'm only human, so I was weak. If I had weak legs and a man offered me a crutch, wouldn't I take it? If I had weak eyes and a man offered me a pair of glasses, wouldn't I take them? So a man offered me some answers. I, I happen to have a weak head. <laughs> Chester, 
Well, Riley, congratulations. Not everyone can pass civil service exams with a zero. Oh, it was nothing, Harry, nothing. <laughs> well, now, before you go here, I have one more problem. Oh, huh? Suppose you have six bottles of Pabst Blue Ribbon in the icebox. Mm-hmm. Then four of your thirsty friends arrive. You, being a perfect host, of serve course. them each a bottle. Mm-hmm. Now, how many does that leave? Uh, let's see, six, uh, four, seven, uh, none. No, wait, no, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I'll help you a little. Uh, yeah. Here. <laughs> you had six bottles to start with. Yeah. You serve four. Now, what will you have? None. I just had those last two bottles of Pabst Blue Ribbon myself. (laughs) Finest beer served anywhere. (laughs) Pabst Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Alan Lipscott and Reuben Schiff. Music direction by Lou Kosloff. Mrs. Riley as Paula Winslow... Babs is Barbara Eiler, Junior is Bobby Ellis, and Fells is Alan Reed. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. This is Harry Bonzel saying hope that you can be with us next week. Bye. Hear the hit tunes tomorrow on your hit parade. It's on NBC. Hindi cinema ka sabse bada blockbuster. The Maukidar Hoga Entertainment. Jab Karan Johar, Aishman Khurana, or Manish Paul host karenge. Film fair ki shandara. Film fair ke manch par honge. Ranbir Kapoor, Karina Kapoor Khan, Karthik Aryan, Varun Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor, or Sara Ali Khan ke electrifying performances. To hojaye tayar for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat Tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 pm. Only on ZT.